0: This is Heidi, and welcome to this episode of Heidi Makes a Podcast, 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 in which I try to figure out how the heck to make a podcast, uh, with the intention being of making one that's connected with kindness and vulnerability and taking psychology seriously. Today's episode is a regular episode, but it's a little bit shorter than normal. Uh, It's the follow-up to my interview with David Huntsberger. It is, It consists mainly of the tape that we accidentally made of just hanging out conversation after the podcast episode was completed. And I thought it was interesting, kind of a behind-the-scenes listen. And he talks a lot about Dynasty Typewriter. Uh, And so for those of you who are fans of that, I think that's interesting. And uh, I think we're going to open with a little clip that conveys some of my connection with David through his original podcast, Professor Blastoff, with Kyle Dunegan and Tignotaro. So we'll start there and then it'll roll right into the up. I hope you enjoy it. See you at the end. From a fancier blastoff, begin transmission.
1: Hi, it's Tignotaro. Uh, Hi, Tig, it's Kyle. Oh, Kyle, Hello, where have guys. you been, David? Uh, We're oh all my together. Gosh. We are back in the hat. Um, This is from Heidi. She came out to the Boise show. Was it your birthday again? No, 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 no. I don't know why it says happy birthday. I'm not good at birthday. birthday? When is your birthday? It's in September. Oh, I just missed it. Um, She says, I believe the exact date is unknown. Thank you for the informative, warm hearted, uh, sublimely funny podcast you give me and the world for free, underlined free. I was a super serious child and teen, and I feel your podcast allows me to experience some of the unrestrained silliness of childhood that I missed. Thank you. Love and gratitude, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. Yeah, that's a type very of nice. Thing. Very nice. Very sweet. sweet, yeah. Yeah, so that's it's... the majority of people out there, nice mm-hmm. and appreciative. And... Yeah.
0: Should we take like, a two-minute break?
1: Sure. Yeah. And we over. Really seven? Okay. Yeah.
0: Sorry to... about that. That's okay. And I was thinking, I will. I'll email you to follow up. But I was thinking of playing a little bit if you'll let me of a one-headed beast on the oh, episode, sure. so people can like go for it. Get sure. Get interested. Okay. Do I just? Can I just buy it online?
1: I have a DVD. I can give you one tonight. Okay. I don't know if you can rip sound from that or not, but I I can send you. Um, an MP3 version or something like that. Okay.
0: I never explained it. We contributed. We bought two seats at Dynasty Typewriter. Oh, sweet! Oh, awesome. for, his, for his Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we and in return for for Jamie and Andrew Steven helping me um, get my podcast started. That's so, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't be doing this with without Dynasty Typewriter. And you performed there, right?
1: No. Well, no? It was weird. He, I did the... I thought I said... I did that. a rehearsal, like the, 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 the like final dress rehearsal for... Do you want me to stop this? I, either way, I don't think it matters. Okay, I'll do a pop. Um, we did a dress rehearsal of One-Headed Beast there, and then Jamie really liked it. So he... and. It was supposed to be on a Saturday, and I promoted it a bunch on Professor Glass Office Saturday. And then, like the week of the show, he was like, "Hey, man, I'm just noticing on the calendar I have you down. You keep posting Saturday, but it's actually Friday." Oh no! I go, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, we can't really switch it." And I go, "All right." So then, you know, 25 people showed up, but weirdly, one of them was an executive from Sci-Fi, so that was kind of how I ended up getting that show. So I was kind of lucky. But Jamie afterward was just like, dude, I was blown away. That was the coolest thing. And then he did like a year-end like favorite moments in comedy. He mentioned that show. And then when he was like getting ready to leave the improv, he just invited me over to just come hang out. And then we just kind of chatted about comedy. and, And he was just starting to like the idea of starting the typewriter. And he was like, yeah, we'll have you come, like, you know, we're doing seasonal things. We can have you come debut shows. And then I was like, oh, awesome. And I helped out with their Kickstarter as well. And, like, I've gone there for some events and stuff. But I haven't been on shows. And then whenever I email him, I don't hear back from him as frequently as I would like. And I have a project I want to shoot there. So I've been bugging him a lot lately to be like, I want to use that stage. And I think he would like it. I think it's, you know, he'd really like the idea of it. So, but he... He deals with, like, Adam Sandler and stuff these days, so he's pretty pretty busy dude. Madam Panther. Adam Panther? Madam Panther.
0: He mentioned it on the long shot, but then it's like, oh, wait, I don't think I'm supposed to share that. And so oh. they, like, dumbed it over and just used the alias Madam Panther, and now there's a Madam Panther t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. I get the idea that he's a little disorganized.
1: I, I think don't... he just always has his plate maximum full. You know, he's inter- he's booking all the shows, he's interacting with every comedian, he's like... Yeah. I'm sure his emails on a daily basis are just insane. So yeah. I don't ever take it personally. He's very sweet when I see him in person. But it was one of those things where I was like, Yeah, that would have been a good one to get in on like the ground floor because it is like the a cool aesthetic and I think, you know, that was something he liked. He's like, I like that, you know. I think our I think our I forget what he called it, maybe just aesthetics were like would sync up well. And I, I agreed with that. I was like, yeah. yeah, I really like her. Enchantment—that's
0: his whole thing. Yeah, Enchantment. yeah. And that's you do that.
1: You transport people. Yeah, when he does like the small shows where he like leads people up with a candle. <laughs> if the small, if the turnout's too small to the crowd, he'll like not even use seats. He'll just seat them on the stage. But like in, each person gets led that. up. Yeah, they get like led up to the stage one by one with someone holding a candle. It's just very like enchantment is a great way to... well that's his that's his word yeah yeah and he was
0: like Heidi it, we had this like, co- like hour long conversation and he talked to me about my idea for this and um, and at one point he said you know Heidi it's like kindness is like your enchantment and I was just like oh god that's such a <laughs> great moment in my life cool that this person I've been listening to for so long who's just a guy you know mm-hmm. you know he's not I mean he's got some pull I guess in LA because of his, his status as a booker but he's he's just a dude but it just meant so much to me that he made that connection. Yeah, it was really sweet to me. Like I was like, it is like enchantment. <laughs> but how weird that you you're you're paying that close attention to me, that you care and you're interested and
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It's just a great great little moment.
1: Yeah,
0: I, like I I'm going I well I'll no, next time I email him I'll mention your thing. What do you want to record there?
1: Uh, I'm doing the follow up to One Headed Beast. That's um, this material that I've been doing. Oh, like I'll do tonight, and then. Um, oh, okay. So it's that you're doing tonight. All mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. that'll
0: be a, that'll be my segue in. Oh, <laughs> great! I'll just tell him. Yeah, I saw it. It's great. You should. I don't know. I don't know if he. I mean, because I. I mean, that was a lot of money. Two seats was a thousand dollars. it was a big chunk of change man that's incredible but then well it's been i mean normally i would just give to give but i was like oh i don't know if we really have the cash i don't know and then i was like well but if they're willing to help me with this thing because it was kind it was a long shot for me to try to like try to do this i it was i couldn't figure out what the steps were between wanting to have one and doing it and then jamie agreed to help me and then there was a radio boise class with radio production so you get comfortable with a mic and editing
1: Mm-hmm. You know stuff oh, and yeah. and like
0: shaping story arc. was really good training. So anyway, I'm gonna go pee. i okay. back in a minute. And do you, did you are you in the mood
1: for a beer? Uh, I suppose so. I'll start we one at to. least. Yeah, we'd have well, to. I'd like to try it. Okay. Though. I've never had the hayride. I don't know if I'll finish it, but I'll I'll try it.
0: Okay. Well, we could share one. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, is that alright? I don't know if you're if you're an um, anti germs. I can drink my own, and Paul will finish it. Okay. Right, sure. <laughs> then you can your own. They're not that expensive, I don't think. So, what do you want to do since we went so long on that one? What do you suggest? We I
1: can just do kind of a short little thing. I and mean, I'll just do it probably as a Patreon thing for space cave, if that's cool with you. Or, I um, suppose we could. I don't know. Let's see yeah we won't be able to do much more than 25 minutes or so that's okay
0: right well it's my first time being on somebody else's podcast so if Ah, people can't get it oh yeah
1: bummer yeah we could do like um skype down the road or something like that if you prefer or i'll be back in like a year or so i assume if you don't want to wait that long do you want to do a skype yeah are they hard there yeah i don't they, all, they always sound terrible and then the, the conversations aren't bad it's just the sound quality yeah the sound quality people give me new technologies and stuff to use or so they're like this would really help but then whenever i try to use those they're equally as troubling as skype is hmm. so like or they're really expensive and i'm like i can't afford right. to like do this so um so yeah i always like kind of push against doing skype for that reason because like even some of the ones that sound okay, it's because Dan, like, went through and, like, pinched out all the drops, you know, where someone would be mm. talking. And then they'll, you know, and he just, like, oh, cleans all those up. So that's hate... good to know. Yeah. Because
0: of where I live, I'm going to have to do a lot of
1: them. If you're, like, really close to your router, sometimes, it, like, the signal's good enough. If you have, like, a fast enough computer, it goes okay. But I just always have some sort of issue. Like, even if it starts, first 15 minutes are good. Something comes up where it starts glitching out like that, and you're like, "Well, this sucks," because then the person on the other end they can't hear, sometimes they can't hear what's happening. So I'm hearing like all this broken up stuff, and then they go. So then yeah, like you know, and then I, I did my master's here, and then and I can't stop them. Oh oh sorry, hey, can you go back and repeat the last ten seconds? Which sometimes I'll do, and they go, "Oh oh yeah, starting from where? You know, it's at this spot. Go, okay." And then it just too many of those happening, it just really throws off the rhythm of any kind of conversation. And it sounds more, like, I just picture myself sitting there being like, come on. Like, I just always have this weird tension of, oh, okay, don't, don't, don't screw up yet. Don't screw up yet, Skype. So mm-hmm. I do. I so try you're to, just tense the whole time because the technology sucks. Yeah. Even if the technology is doing okay, I'm like, okay, so far, so good. So far, so good. And then it just, it doesn't feel the same. So I, I like, like, the energy and the communal aspect and that sort of thing. So, but we could probably find some time, um... Next time I'm in town, for sure. Or, like, if you get out to L.A. or something
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a big Wait, have you
1: launched this yet? Like, you're... Yes. You have. Okay, yes. So it's out in Well,
0: and the idea is, like... It's not necessarily, like, the thing i had been dreaming of doing. It's... It's the making of. Mm-hmm. So it's me trying to figure out how to make a podcast I want to make. Oh, that's funny. So. Yeah. And then... <laughs> and so. then... And so then, like... And, and, like, I'm a recovering perfectionist, so... I was really stymied by like, well, you know, how do I get this good? How do I make sure it's going to be good? And people will yeah. have a reason to care. And then it, that I just kept putting off ever starting because I needed it to be amazing from the beginning. And you can't do that. You can't be amazing from the start.
1: Yeah. Most I'm sure we told all those stories on Blast Off where like we recorded so many that never aired. Oh, really? Like, yeah. We I don't just, remember like, that at all. Yeah. We kept doing it. And like some of them are hilarious where we, we did one on Kyle's Laptops, we we're all just leaning over talking to that. No headphones, no microphones of any sort. Oh, that sounds so cute! It was, it was, and we we're like, all looking at each other, like, This is pretty good. And Aww. then we we're chatting, and then we got like 25 or 30 minutes in, and we all kind of stopped and, like, Let's take a break here. I think we're on a roll, <laughs> and then we'll come back and we'll do part two. And like, we'll finish it and get to the full hour. And we we're all like, Nice. And then Kyle was like, You guys want some chili? And we we're like, oh, Okay, so we all like ate chili and just got so sleepy. And then we pressed record on part two and we were just like, how, how are we doing that before? And then we couldn't, we could not get it back together. So we, somewhere that exists, that 30 minute episode that never went anywhere, uh, was just so funny that like chili factored into it and that we were so confident, like, all right, we got it figured out. And then that's why in the first episode, I think it's just the three of us, but Scott was in the room and sort of like, we would take little breaks and he would like coach us into like. So not like we really did not know what we were doing, and then so it's so funny to think you go from that to get very quickly within you know ten episodes being to a spot where like oh whoops that's already an hour and a half better get out of here because it was you know mm. prior to that had been like okay now you say something should I should, Um, yeah I guess yeah, no, you know oh cute it was really pretty adorable and then. I'm sure they remember that, but that, that to me is like the funniest of just us not knowing what on earth we were doing, or how, so, anyway, you'll, you're you're miles ahead, just one, knowing how podcasts work, and two, like, getting to practice with it, so, way ahead of the game.
0: Thanks. Yeah. Well, and is that what you wanted to say? I kind of cut you off when I first told you the idea. It sounded like you had a thought, but... Uh, if so, I think I've... You lost it. Well, because I, I feel like, well, I'm happy, you know, we're here could give it a try, but if it would make your, like, evening um,
1: calmer, we don't... I mean, I'm not... Yeah, I've been talking a lot today, I think, already, you look anyway. tired. And then, yeah, I didn't sleep great. I think like these... Uh, they have a seven-year-old and her friend slept over last night, so they were up really early this morning, and I didn't go to sleep until, like, two or so, because oh. I'm on, like, an hour ahead time. So, like, I don't know how much sleep I got last night, so I feel kind of tired from that, but mostly, like, I did that other podcast just before this one, and then having to do a show in a little bit, I would like to kind of go just chill for a bit before the show and kind of gather myself, so all right, I think I'll do that. But well, my,
0: I have a mentor kind of for this, like, well, a friend I reached out, well, what would you even call him? An acquaintance on Facebook who mm. has done the Relationship Alive podcast, which... It's for the, I don't know, for the category, I don't know, maybe for any podcast has been quite successful. It's had millions Uh, of downloads. Oh, sweet. But he he has a Facebook group and I'm just in that group. And then I reached out to him before my first interview to ask questions about interviewing at a distance and how he does it. And he told me Skype, MacBook, and he has an editor. And I wonder if she doesn't go through and fix it. Yeah.
1: One thing we could do that some people do is like, if you record your end here, and so we press start at the same time, then even if Skype kind of sucks, or we could even just do it through the phone really then you know i just combine those two files so then it sounds like you're almost in the same room which is nice so we could like experiment with since you have the setup a lot of people don't they just have their computer right
0: because and that's like jesse thorne a lot of his shows they record from because he's on npr they'll record from npr studios oh yeah so like Judge on hodgman they will have people go to their their closest npr studio and just record there
1: yeah Oh,
0: that would be great. Yeah, it would be it would really be fun
1: for me. But okay, it's like cool. yeah. it's a
0: favor if you don't want to. No, I'll, no, be okay I'll be okay with, with it. it. I love talking about <laughs> neuroscience.
1: So I would you'll love like to this, like... and I can practice more. <laughs> okay, good.
0: <laughs> because I love thinking about it and talking about it. But I'm at the point where I'm reasonably comfortable about it. But I sort of have like an arc of the story that I I like to follow. And yeah. if like, and if I get a little more comfortable with it, it'll be a lot easier. Like. To sidetrack me, and, I'm not, and I am and it won't throw me. Yeah. Because right now, I feel like, ugh. Oh. Plus, this is a lot for <laughs> one day to try to do, so. Yeah. But the point, the reason I brought up Neil Satin was, I asked him all this stuff about distance interviewing, and um, Radio Boise wasn't able to implement any of it. And it worked out okay, but in the future. I'm, that's why I'm not recording there. I'm like I'm I'm taking control of the quality and making sure it's good. good. Yeah. But a throwaway question at the end was kind of like, because he interviews like a different therapist every week, and I think he might live like in Maine or somewhere. Uh-huh. But he interviews people all around the world, so or especially around this country. So he has to do it at a distance. Um, so I asked him about that, but uh I lost my point. So, but I, I mean, they're very alive, connected interviews. And I asked him, so do you, do you happen to have any? tips for interviewing, and he... was amazing. He's like, well, I try to approach it more like a conversation than an interview, which, reflecting on what I liked, that's definitely my preference, is Mm -hmm. when it's a genuine conversation. And he said, and I try to figure out, like, you know, I I do a deep dive, of course, and figure out, you know, learn about the person, read their stuff. So I know the the material pretty well, but then I just try to narrow down to, like, what am I really curious about that they're doing? Like, what I really want to know more about? Like, what's the heart of my curiosity? And Once I figure that out, then I just assume we were brought here into this room for a reason and that'll make itself clear and I don't know if he means that in a metaphysical way I don't know how he means it but he said then I just trust the alchemy of the moment yeah and fuck me I took that into my second interview ever my first interview not in person my first interview with a person I didn't know very well my first interview with an expert Mm -hmm. brought that into the moment the interview and and with my friend Connie Lawrence who lives in Cleveland and beforehand she's like let's let's spend some time on the phone and just attune to each other get kind of in sync and then so that also made it more possible to follow that advice because we were already kind of connected a little yeah and then I and then I did it and then you know I had some objectives but rather than being concerned about pushing through I was just like trying to just stay present and interested in what was happening right here
1: yeah
0: and you know if there's something I really felt like we needed to get to I made sure to to try to get to it but instead of having it about this like agenda just really trying to be present and, and engaged and yeah anyway so that's my mantra now
1: it's great and if
0: you're tired then the alchemy of the moment is let's go rest up
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right yeah sorry that's a
0: long story for a, <laughs> a not exciting punchline but you know what that's no. a heidi story <laughs> you just got a classic no, heidi it's story uh,
1: pertinent it is like the uh, i was kind of you know Blast off, we were lucky, because three people, if someone answers something in a weird way or a different way or whatnot, they, um, <coughs> the conversation moves on. And then two of the three people feel like, oh, well, I guess it's going in this direction. When it's one-on-one, if it misses an exit, <coughs> that, we can circle back. Or sometimes you don't. You know, like right. I'll always kind of feather in things, and then even if I have kind of an agenda... If they don't take that turn, then I just keep going, okay, they want to go this way. I don't really force it. Like, listen, I've asked you three times, why did you get into this field? I would never do that. But I'll kind of like, oh, so then that's why you got into it? And they'll go, well, no, that was later. So then they keep telling their story, and I go, okay. And they're just like, that's how the conversation's going. Because but... we were all three so different. We're like, Kyle. we usually wasn't that enough.
0: So the tape finally gets inaudible. I think we got too far away from the recorder for it to pick up what we were saying. Uh, But I hope you enjoyed what you did here. And uh, I will say that for those of you who who were curious, David did eventually record a stand-up special. um, Quite a complicated one with animation connected to it the sequel to One-Handed Beast at Dynasty Typewriter in January, before it had to close for the quarantine. It was, uh, it was really a fun experience in interviewing somebody in my home for the first time, and I'm looking forward to doing it again soon if I can. Um, although nothing in particular is scheduled, there aren't a lot of people who I have in mind that live locally to uh, interview, Although I do have a friend in Scotland that I'm planning to interview soon, and I'm excited for you guys to hear that. Until next time, thanks for listening. Take care.